preach you the word and plant it home to men who like or like it not the word that shall endure and stand when flowers and men shall be forgot. We know how hard, O Lord, the task your servant bade us undertake to preach your word and never what rightful profit it may make. The sower sows his reckless love, scatters abroad the goodly seed, intent alone that men may have the wholesome loaves that all men need. Though some be snatched, and some be scorched, and some be choked, and matted flat, the sower sows his heart cries out, Oh, what of that, and what of that? Preach you the word, and plant it home. And never faint the harvest, Lord, who gave the sower seed to sow, will watch and tend his planted word. Page seven, we stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou forgivest the iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities, with which I have offended thee, and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them 
and truly repent of them. And I pray thee of thy boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, who heartily repent of your sins, believe on Jesus Christ, and sincerely and earnestly purpose, by the assistance of God the Holy Ghost, henceforth to amend your sinful lives. And in the stead, and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The introit on your white sheet. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, Turn not away the face of thine anointed. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Glory be to God on high. And on earth peace, good will toward men. We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we worship Thee, we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sin of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. 
For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, as thou didst preserve faithful Timothy to a steadfast confession of thy holy word, even as he instructed those who would be set apart for ministry in thy church, we pray that thou wouldst so bless thy people in this generation with steadfast confessors. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, Ever one God, world without end. Amen. You may be seated. The Old Testament reading for St. Timothy, pastor and confessor, is from the 34th chapter of Ezekiel. For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out, as a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys and in all the inhabitant places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good fold and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. Here ends the reading. The epistles from the sixth chapter of 1 Timothy. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you are also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God, who gives life to all things, and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ's appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. He who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, 
whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. Here ends the epistle. I will also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to bud, I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The people will tell of their wisdom, and the congregation will show forth their praise. Hallelujah. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 14th chapter. Glory be to Thee, O Lord. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you? Intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it. Lest, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him, who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Here ends the Gospel. Praise to thee, O I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures and ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, 
who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. You may be seated. The hymn is in your bulletin insert. Shepherd, who in love most dear did watch and suffer for the sheep, and did support thy saints of old, to teach and rule and serve thy fold. We thank thee for that gracious care. And pray that now and everywhere Thy servants call to preach thy word Be faithful shepherds like their Lord Yea, all who own thee for their hand Oh, let them in thy footsteps tread Owning and loving more thy cross, through persecution, shame, or loss. No better trophy hath this day than hearts rekindled to obey. The call for thee that bids them live. And gladly yield all earth can give. Now for ourselves we pray alone. In thee thy church is ever one. Unite us here in faith and love. Until we worship thee above. Amen. The sermon text is from Ezekiel, chapter 34, verse 11. Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. The prophet Ezekiel is speaking about the Lord working through the pastoral office. When he says the words, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. You see, Ezekiel records the Lord's declaration, and it's, yes, it's in the first person saying, I myself will do it. But by these words, God is not 
speaking about some Pentecostal type immediate working apart from the word of the means of grace. Our Lord is emphasizing that he is present and he is active and he is working through the pastoral office. The contrast which the prophet Isaiah was drawing is between a right use of the pastoral office, as it was intended by God, and a wrong use of the pastoral office. So, today's Old Testament, Ezekiel 34, verse 11. Let's go back and listen to verses 1 through 6, and and you will hear this contrast. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, Prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away nor sought what was lost, but with force and cruelty you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth, and no one was seeking or searching for them. Ezekiel. In a similar way that we see the uh, Reformed churches today, they will cite uh, a passage like where John says, I baptize with water, but after you will come one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Uh, They make a false distinction between, well, that is just water baptism, but we're talking about something with the Spirit going on. Uh, um, Actually, no. That's talking about Uh, the distinction between a wrong means of grace and misuse, and that is the effective means which the Holy Spirit works through baptism, which is water in the word. So also with this, when Ezekiel quotes the Lord who says, I myself will do it, he is speaking about those shepherds who were not doing it. They were not feeding the flock. They were not taking care. They were not doing their job. And so he says, I have come because they have no shepherd. Well, they had, but they were not doing what the shepherds were supposed to do. And so he talks about how they were scattered over the face of the earth. So, the shepherds or pastors were using their office to feed themselves. That is, they were using their office to keep their job, to provide a comfortable income for themselves. They were not preaching or teaching. They were not providing absolution. They were not providing divine services. They were not catechizing the children. They were not removing the ignorance of the people by teaching them the distinction between law and gospel. Instead, they were making use of the ignorance of the people to do whatever they wanted. And that's why Ezekiel calls it a cloudy and dark day. As a result of the negligence of the pastors, God says, my flock was scattered 
over the whole face of the earth, and no one was seeking for them or searching for them. And so rather than being gathered by the voice of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of sins, we see that God's people are now scattered throughout the theological landscape, trusting in multiple ideas and in theories which cannot save man-made traditions and such. And so in John 21, when Jesus tells Peter three times, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep, it's a continuing fulfillment of God's promise in Ezekiel. With the coming of Jesus Christ, God himself begins the work of saving his flock. And with the sending out of the apostles, the Lord is continuing that work of saving his flock. When Jesus Uh -uh, through Ezekiel, says, I myself will do it, he is doing it. He's doing it through his own person, and then he appoints his apostles, and he says, I'm doing it through them. Matthew 28 assures us, Jesus is truly present. I will be with you always to the very end of the age, wherever they are baptizing and teaching. That is, where the pastoral office is baptizing and teaching. And this promise that comes through Jesus and then through apostles does not stop with them. In today's epistle, Peter calls himself a fellow elder along with the elders of the various churches. And the elders are the pastors. And thus St. Peter, having taught by Jesus, understands that it's not just the apostles, but all the called and ordained men. They're all one in the pastoral office, and Jesus is present, yes, working through them wherever they are doing their job. So, Peter says to the pastors, shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, not as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Now, therefore, when Ezekiel speaks about what he is doing through the pastoral office, does not that have something to say about God's will for God's people? That is, concerning how should they view the pastoral office? What should your response be if you learn that this is what God is doing? Well, And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries. I'll bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys, in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in good pastures. I will. They shall lie down in a good fold. They will feed in rich pastures on the mountains of Israel. What I mean is this. If God is feeding, then shouldn't we be eating? And if God is giving out the good food of law and gospel, should we not be willing to fill our bellies with this food? And if God is calling out to us, should we not heed his call and follow his word? And if God is providing promises of salvation and a crown of glory, should we not be believing in the gospel message which he wishes to be proclaimed? Yes, it does have something to say. For the pastoral office is where God wishes to work and wishes to call you to himself. Amen.
May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. The offertory is on page 18. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy spirit. Let us pray. Do we have an offering today? All right. Perfect. Guess I ought to get in the habit, huh? I thought maybe I could start. We were away from it for so long. Let us pray. We thank thee, O Lord Almighty, that thou didst raise up from the dead our Redeemer Jesus Christ, and show him openly unto witnesses chosen before of thee, who by him received grace and apostleship and the ministry to testify the gospel of thy grace unto obedience of faith among all nations for his name's sake. We beseech thee of thy great mercy, keep us in the pure apostolic doctrine of the holy gospel and accompany the preaching of the word with the effectual working of thy spirit that we may be built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Help us to remember those who have spoken unto us the word of God and to follow their faith. Raise up at all times faithful ministers of the truth and endue them with power from on high, that they may fearlessly confess thee before men and turn many hearts to thee. Rule thy people with thy rod, the flock of thy heritage with the staff of the good shepherd, that, being kept by thy grace and power, we may at last obtain the end of our faith, even the salvation of our souls. And with all the saints, praise and glorify thee, world without end. Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Dearly beloved, for as much as we purpose to come to the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
it becometh us diligently to examine ourselves as St. Paul exhorteth us. For this holy sacrament hath been instituted for the special comfort and strengthening of those who humbly confess their sins and who hunger and thirst after righteousness. But if we thus examine ourselves, we shall find nothing in us but only sin and death, from which we can in no wise set ourselves free. Therefore, our Lord Jesus Christ hath had mercy upon us and hath taken upon himself our nature, that so he might fulfill for us the whole will and law of God, and for us and for our deliverance suffer death and all that we by our sins have deserved. And to the end, that we should the more confidently believe this and be strengthened by our faith in a cheerful obedience to his holy will, he hath instituted the holy sacrament of his supper in which he feedeth us with his body and giveth us to drink of his blood. Therefore, whoso eateth of this bread and drinketh of this cup, firmly believing the word of Christ, dwelleth in Christ and Christ in him, and hath eternal life. We should also do this in remembrance of him showing his death, that he was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification, and rendering unto him most hearty thanks for the same, Take up our cross and follow him, and according to his commandment, love one another, even as he hath loved us. For we are all one bread and one body, even as we are all partakers of this one bread and drink of this one cup. your altar, O Lord.
mystery meet and salutary, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto Thee. O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who built up the church on the foundation of the prophets and apostles, in the unity of the Catholic faith, by the work of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of Sabbath, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, Blessed is he, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Jesus Christ, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and said, Take ye, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup 
when he had supped, gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the remission of sins. This do as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, grant us thy peace. Amen. Lord, now let us sell thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. A to light and the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endureth forever. We give thanks unto thee, Almighty God that thou hast refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we beseech thee of thy mercy that thou wouldst strengthen us through the same in faith towards thee and in fervent love toward one another. 
Through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. And give thee peace. Amen, amen.